Hello, class, and welcome to the next episode of A Plus Anime. I have overthrown the teacher. The substitute teacher is now the main teacher. I am Nato J. And Ian, he's on a little American adventure, so he won't be with me for this episode. But one of his partners in crime from OK Beast, Alex Van Aken. How are you, bud? Hey, good morning. Hello. Yes. I'm good. So I've, I've brought you in to, li- to watch some anime. Yes. Yeah, the, and I, the I, animation. Slight spoilers for a bit later. Didn't, I, I thought you might fall in love with this anime, but I didn't think you'd fall that in love with yeah. this anime. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I literally was like, here's a code for Crunchyroll. Just watch the first episode. You can watch a few more if you like it. Next minute, you send me a photo and I'm like... That's a character that doesn't show up to like the sixth, seventh episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turns out I like the anime that we're going to be discussing today, and I thought I might. Um, and I'm, I don't know. There's definitely some stuff that, like, as like a guy who I love anime, like specifically like, anime movies. Um, yeah. More of like the highbrow, you know, like the the typical, you know, Studio Ghibli, uh, Ghibli, however you want to say it. That kind of stuff. Uh, I've been watching that stuff since I was a kid. And this was the first time I've ever watched an anime. We'll get into it in a bit where there's where there's some risque, I guess, stuff that I wasn't expecting with a food show. Um, not risque. Kind of, I guess. I don't know. Just like the the whole like sexualized version of everything. Yeah. And I was like, is this anime? <laughs> like, but it's been a while. The, the quick question. Have you been with me when I've like eaten? When you've eaten? Like, like uh, when I eat San food, Francisco, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like you, this is how I react most of the time, isn't it? Though? Apart from my <laughs> sight spoilers, my clothes mm. bursting off yeah. me. Yeah, you see, yeah. So like, I've been told many times that I eat like most people on like this show. Like an anime character. <laughs> yeah, like an anime character. All right, we'll get we'll get into a bit of Ian's probably yelling at me because I haven't done the the plug part of the show. Mm-hmm. So on this show, we take the top rated anime and test them to see if they get an A plus or an F and try to learn a little bit on the process. On this podcast, we'll be talking about food wars. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the Japanese version. Nope. I'll leave that to, to <laughs> Ian when he gets back. Uh, but if you want to follow along with us, make sure you listen to the end of each episode where we will talk about what episode, what anime we'll be watching next. Remember, these this is our like summer season where me and Ian went together and got like a 10 next set of anime that we want to review, some stuff from our past that we want to review, some stuff that's really recent at the moment. Food Wars for me is was my newest upcoming anime that I probably was my favorite new anime until he, My Hero Academia came out, so that's why I chucked it on the list. Uh, yeah, so that's what we've been dying to talk about. Alex, we haven't talked about you though. Okay. How, how might how might the internet know you uh, apart then, from like co-running the little website that this tiny little anime comes on? Um, yeah, I'm Alex Van Aken. I am from OKBeast.com. Uh, I co-host the Pixel Pulse Radio podcast over there with my stepdad, Brandon Wilson. Um, you might see me on the YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash OKBeast. I do video essays over there. Um, or you might know me from Twitter. I'm at It's Van Aken on Twitter. So, like, my goal down the line is to get you to do an essay, like one of your beautiful essays about something anime-wise. Like, I really, that, that's that's my dream down the track. Hey, like, I'm just, really, we'll get to it, but maybe Food Wars. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> There's probably something there. All right. So 
you've you've given us a little bit of history of your anime past. So like, what what kind of got you into anime? anime? Like you're not you're not not the biggest anime fan, but that's that's what this whole show is about. Like getting either people that are weaned off anime or even people that are just like super casual anime fans. So like, yeah, um, it's the humble beginnings. Sure. Well. As a kid, I was really into anime, and and I was reading like manga and stuff like that, um, like in, in middle school. So, I mean, I was like typical American kid. DBZ on Toonami um, was like my jam. You know, I'd I'd run from the dinner table, and my mom would be like, "Oh, is it DBZ time?" I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta go." <laughs> we so, also oh, so in America it was in the afternoon. It was in the evening for me. Ah, see, the Dragon Ball Z for us was a morning cartoon, like before school. Really? And sometimes it had that dreaded 8 o'clock slot because then Ooh. it would finish at 8.30 and most of the time you'd have to leave halfway through. Yeah. So the 8 o'clock slot was the worst for that anime. Sense. You wanted that 7.30 because yeah. then it finished by 8. Now, Pokemon wanna... usually had the 7.30 slot though. It was either 4 p.m. or 6 p.m. for see, us. That'd be nice. Somewhere around there. Um, cause it was either right before dinner or right after. And I can't quite remember, but it's been probably 15 years. Um, but yeah, I would go, I'd run in and, uh, watch DBZ. Um, I'm trying to think of what else came out around then. Like all of those like Shonen, Toonami shows, if they were like freaking Code Lyoko, I hated that show, but I feel like that's like American anime in a way. Um, yeah. But back to like I guess regu- more traditional anime like uh and I, I'm I'm gonna butcher all these pronunciations because back when I was watching all these shows it was just me and a bunch of middle school friends and none of us knew how to pronounce them but uh, Evagallion, uh Neon Genesis. Yeah. Oh, so uh, you have what? See, that's that's one of my anime sins. I've never watched Evangelion. Really? Yeah, I used to read all. the manga. Yeah. Uh, as well. And I've, I've tried to nearly get, watch it a few times over the years, but like there's so many iterations of the movie, mm-hmm. the original movie, the, like the anime and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm, every time I ask somebody, they give me a different version of what I should watch first. It's kind of like people with Blade Runner, like mm-hmm. tr- trying to watch Blade Runner now is like literally impossible. Cause there's like eight different versions of that movie. Speaking of that movie. Yeah. Brandon is currently trying to get me to watch that. And I yeah. might watch it on my plane to San Francisco. Uh, that I'm going. I'm going to PAX this weekend, as the the time of this recording. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I might try some. I was gonna. I was planning on watching Blade Runner, but now I might just watch just watch Food Wars. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. There's like all sorts of anime that I feel like I've never watched that I should. Uh, like I was if if it was mainstream, I've probably watched it. So like Naruto. Um, I kind of fell off after, after Sasuke left because I was waiting for, he was like my favorite character. And I was waiting for him to come back and I was like, wow, you long God, wait. Yeah. I just God, gave up. The, the hardcore anime fans just like, apart from, apart from, you know, actually I'll, I'll defend you. There are a few like super lovers of Sasuke as well, but like the vocal me, me, majority like hates Sasuke. Okay. I should rephrase. I liked, I loved him and Naruto's relationship. Yes. And so it was kind of like Naruto's pain was like oddly satisfying because he was like mm. wanting him back, right? And because he was wanting to fight him from what it, I remember. It is, the, it is like the main point of that show. Like especially the f- the final fight between those two is just like gut-wrenching. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It flashes, it flashes <clears throat> through their whole history. Like the, the two ones, like the one at the end of normal Naruto and then the one at the end of Shippuden as well. Both of them are... Because they fight Where again in the Where did the waterfall the exact- scene take place? That's the one I remember. Uh, 
Yeah, both of them. Both of them take place at the waterfall. Oh, do they? Oh, the exact man. same spot. Yeah. I need to go back. That's, I haven't seen the final fight. I need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, so the final fight like flicks through time of their fights. Oh, man. And then also like it nearly replays that fight at the end of Naruto as well. Yeah. I used to like watch. I used to that fight back in like probably, I guess it was like 2008, 2009. I'm trying to think. I used to watch AMVs of that fight like all all, all the time. Um, yeah. And I guess that's I guess tying back so into some what Lincoln I used to watch. Park or something like that. Oh yeah, always Lincoln Park. Yeah, uh, Numb or you know uh, any of those really. <sighs> yes. Um, and yeah, I, I watch DBZ AMVs all the time. So DBZ was probably the most influential on me. Like I was playing outside, pretending to be Saiyans. I was I had all the action figures. Um, Screaming as hard as you can, hopefully. Yes. Getting your hair to turn even blonder. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like that was it was me and my two best friends. Um, at, the, at the time, and that probably took up several years of our life, just DBZ all the time, Budokai games, Tenkaichi, you know, all that stuff. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what came, what was the next book? Pro- I probably, after Naruto and uh, Neon Genesis, which was actually earlier than Naruto, I feel like I kind of took a break. And then somewhere in high school, um, I, I came back, and I'm just talking like TV shows, like all through this time, like I've watched... You know, the Studio Ghibli films. My dad introduced me to, I think it was the first anime I ever watched. I was like six years old, seven years old, Princess Mononoke. Um, and Classic. Yeah, yeah we, we were like, we, had, we were moving to a new city and I was really upset that we were moving. And uh, so we went up to our new house like a week before anybody else. And so we had no furniture. So we just sat, we slept on the floor. We had a PlayStation and we bought pizza like every night. And we played Herc's Adventures on PlayStation 1. Uh, Rayman, and then we watched Princess Mononoke, um, and we, it was just something like happenstance. Like he picked it up, um, and it's something that stuck with me ever since. Like that, just that animation style, like the storytelling. Um, and granted, I was a young kid, so I didn't understand, you know, all of the all of the behind the scenes like themes and you know meanings uh, of that of that movie. But that kind of introduced me to to uh, Miyazaki and his work. And so throughout yeah. my childhood, like I I adore Miyazaki. Um, but as far as anime TV show, like I said, I kind of took a break between Naruto and somewhere after Sasuke left, like after the whole tournament arc and all that stuff. Um, and then I, I think I picked up full metal alchemist. Um, and I think it was like 2010 or something. I think I was, I was going, I think I was about to go into college maybe. Um, and I, and I binged through full metal alchemist watched, uh, conqueror of Shambhala, which I actually thought was a good movie. Um, even though a lot of people don't, uh, like I cried at the end of that movie. Um, and then started getting into the brotherhood immediately after, which was a mistake because the voice actors changed, uh, for, uh, Alphonse. And I was like, Nope, Nope, not at all. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say most did stay the same. Like a lot, they kept a lot. Yeah. Alphonse is like my, one of my favorite characters. Uh, I mean, Ed is, you know, Ed has like the the most powerful moments. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Alphonse is like, the person who I, I really connected with um, and like the brotherly relationships in that show kind of spoke to me uh, and the relationships I had with my brothers. Um, but yeah. So after Alphonse's voice change in the first episode of, of uh, brotherhood, I was like, Nope, I'm done. Uh, and it's only like seven, eight years later that I've gone back to start watching brotherhood because it's, I've had that separation from, you know, what I yeah. remember his voice being. And I can kind of like, that okay. happened to me with, uh, One Piece. Mm-hmm. Like I watched One Piece with what whatever 
like I think it was four kids or something was the one who did the the dubs or originally for it in Australia. Mm-hmm. And then when we got the American version, like later in years, like when stream like Crunchyroll and all those things, I was just like, oh god, no, yep. these are all different voices and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, it took me a while to get back into it as well. So yeah, um, I understand that. Yeah, and I think the same thing happened when I tried to get into DB's Super. Um, recently i can't remember whose voice changed. it might be goku even it's goku or gohan it was unbearable uh, i, I for me. can't it's the, the only uh, it's the only anime that i just cannot stand the japanese version yeah as well yeah like i hate goku's japanese voice it's it's like nails on a chalkboard to me yeah so i'm God. holding up is that show dubbed yet at all uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I, I've not been a big fan of it. It's an anime way out of its time. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a nineties anime that's still being a nineties anime. And yeah. it's just like anime's greatly evolved Yeah, from the nineties. So yeah, not a big fan. All right. We'll get into the show anyway. So food wars, I, I, I've brought up the Japanese. Here we go. Shigeki no Soma, which is Shigeki's no is what? They do. They're the the food battles. The the master chefs. The yeah, the, the iron chefs of the uh, iron chef uh, kind of style Kyoto. things what? they do. So this is literally a show about a young lad. His dad's a chef. His dad leaves on like this walkabout kind of tour, mm-hmm. and then yeah, enrolls him in this like culinary school, like the great the greatest one in Japan and supposedly the greatest one in the world. And yeah, follows his trials and. Tribulation. Yeah, tribulation. Yes, I did have it right. I, I, I doubted myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, th- all through culinary school. So, this is, yeah, you're new to this. So, yeah. Yeah. Tell me your thoughts. So, first off, it's very, this is a shonen anime, anime if I'm correct. Or yes. It's very similar yeah. to one. <laughs> it, it's funny because it's, it's a cooking show, but like, it's nearly like a, they nearly fight each other in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really it's a really fun twist on the yeah. genre, um, and, or subgenre. Um, yeah, so food wars, like you said, it's about this kid Soma, I think. Um, yeah, and you know his his dad owned a diner, y- and Yuki, we're doing non spoilers. Yukihara, right? I'm pretty sure it's how. Okay, Yukihara. Yukihara Soma. Okay, um, and we're not doing spoilers, correct? Not at yeah. this part. Okay. Um, no. So yeah, it's basically it's like almost. Top Chef, the anime, uh, or Iron Chef America, rather, the anime. Um, yeah. And it's very whimsical. It's very... Um, so one thing that I, I was not expecting was the imagery associated with the, the food, which I really... It's mm. probably my favorite part of the show. Like, like yeah, the descri- how they describe mm-hmm. food is, um, like, insane. Especially because, like, you're watching the subbed version, not dubbed, are you? Yeah, yeah I'm watching Japanese yeah. version. Yeah, so, like... It's literally words. They're not even describing it to you verbally. Mm-hmm. It, you're reading their description and it's still like, oh my God. I remember when I, like first, when this first season came out, I like this was a while back, I had to have eaten dinner or have food on like <laughs> call because if I didn't, it was like a late night trip to Macca's or something like yeah. that. Like, I could be watching the anime at like 11 o'clock midnight and I'd still be like, now I need to do a Mac, like a McDonald's run mm-hmm. to get some food because I'm starving. I know, and just like one thing that stands out to me is the what, how detailed the food is in in the show. So the show's like typical like modern anime uh, standards, I guess. Like at least from my eye, but when mm. when they like show the food off, though, it's like 
super, super detailed. At some points it almost looks like a JPEG that's like in the anime and they're like moving it around with like after effects or something. It's like, it's yeah. really, really detailed and it, it kind of just serves the show well um, because it makes it, they make a big deal about the expositionally, like they make a big deal about the show, about the food, but then also like, it's just even like graphically, like visually the food is so much more detailed than everything else. Um, and I think it makes, it kind of all ties in together for like a really strong, you know, visual style. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying the show so far. Like it's, it's kind of like this tournament arc, you know, shown in style. Um, but with food, like you said, and it's, it works really well. Um, and when I first saw that, I was kind of like curious going into like, how are they going to do a food anime? Like, uh, but it all kind of makes sense now. And, um, I like that the hero is, is, he seems likable yeah, to me. You, yeah. What do you think about the characters? Like, cause you got Soma straight up and then you mm-hmm. got his dad and then you've got his childhood friend, which you, once he goes to school, doesn't see for a while, mm-hmm. but she comes back into it a bit later. Yeah. yeah I haven't so- seen her yet. Um, but yeah, I think that the antagonist currently is, um, interesting, I guess. Like she, a lot, I feel like a lot of characters are a bit predictable. Um, yeah. And I can kind of see like the moves that they're like, they're like foreshadowing a lot of stuff with like, yeah. the relationship he, with he his gets dad. a lot better. Like, has he got the Italian rival yet? No, not yet. Where are you up to? Nope. Okay. So the, the Italian brothers are his like proper first rivals. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a lot, he gets, uh, an Indian rival and he gets a Norwegian rival. Hmm. And all, all of them form a better rivalry with him than um, the God Tongue, we'll call it. Yeah. So, so we won't spoil that. Yeah. She's not really a rival. She is like an overarching, like. Villain ish. Like puppet. Yeah. Like, an, yeah. Like a villain, sort of. Yeah. You can not tell, in, like, like, it's a probably going to be. It's a like, food anime, so you can't really be a villain. Right. Um, you can tell, like, that's probably, that character's probably going to change a lot over the show. In their relationship, yeah. as well as like others, but um, so far, like I think there's like definitely some. I, I think the humor hits um, with as far as the characters go. Yeah, like, I don't want to spoil too much, but like just like who he's coupled with in like his dorm room. Like there's some fun moments there, and uh, it's kind of just like a creative look at like man, I wish school was like this. Yes. I went to school. But that, that, that is anime in general. It's True. just like, even when they take the simplest things, they're like, I wish life was like this. Like a few episodes back, we did uh, Hajami no Ippo. And mm-hmm. as much as I love boxing and stuff like that, I, that's not how boxing, it is to an extent, but it's not how fights in life and how training in a gym really, really is like. But it's it's the anime twist where it's just enough of a twist that it's not unbelievable where they do this in perfectly in this, like you could see a school like this in real world and not be like, Oh no, I could never see this Mm -hmm. happening in real world. Like it's out there, but it's like, it's still groundish for an anime. Yeah, Yeah. I would agree. Um, And yeah, like it's, I don't know. Like in high school, I, I took like a year of culinary arts and that's probably why I like this show so much. Because they are so detailed, and they like they're, you could essentially probably recreate these recipes after watching the show. Yeah, like they're very detailed. Well, like the f- sort of spoilers for like season two. He actually goes and works in a restaurant, mm-hmm. and he starts learning things other than cooking. Mm-hmm. Like he learns how to like 
deal with customers and prioritize things and like actually how to be a proper chef mm-hmm. rather than just the cooking Cook. part. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, it, cause, oh man, it's just amazing how they do it in later season. So I'll, I'll get on to my side of sure. it. So I, I've seen all of Food Wars. Like I love this show. Like I said it before, like this, this was my up and coming like new anime that I loved like, this was my top new anime until My Hero Academia came out. Mm-hmm. And it still probably is. It's just because season two finished so while ago that it's, like, off my brain. Yeah. But for anyone out there that's continually watched, like, started this with us and got deep into it kind of like you are, season three comes out in October. So I am Ooh, yeah. absolutely pumped for that because, like, it ends not on not on a cliffhanger, but, like, it opens on, like, the story opens up again. Oh, okay. At the end of season two, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to know more. Yeah. Because, like, the guy he goes and works with in the restaurant is just amazing and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it's just really good. But I'll talk about first episode. Soma is my ideal, like, shonen hero these days. I don't, I'm not a big... F- I've seen the I'm weak... I'm useless, but I, I have potential character in a lot of shonens. Yeah. Like I've seen it so many times now. Like I just want them to be good from the start and get better. Mm -hmm. And Soma's amazing. Like he's an amazing chef. He's not the best chef in the world, Mm -hmm. but like he holds his own against most people, especially when you see him in most of the fights and later down the track, like it gives that much more like weight weight to his loss Mm -hmm. losses he has in the series because like a character that's gone from constantly losing to get better when they lose again it's not as heavy as a character that like has is always been on the top and never like he's had rivals but never had anyone challenge him so like when he the first time he loses is gut-wrenching like it is insanely gut-wrenching so that, that's why I, I, I'm coming more and more to these characters like Soma that start good and get better characters come against them rather than I have to sit through the, I, the I've got potential, I have to build, beat up, I have to build up that potential mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I love him. And his dad, his dad is awesome. The, the, crazy, the crazy lady that comes to like take the house and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're hilarious and all that. But I'll get. Uh, that's a good segue onto like my next topic for you. So, is this your first fan servicey anime? What do you mean by that? Like, well, blatant nudity for other other than like okay, so that's service to the. Uh, yes, yeah. this is the first time I've ever seen this. Okay, <laughs> well, cool. I, I knew so it we'll existed, a- right? Like, and I've seen like clips on Twitter of shows like that, yes. and it's like, oh, this is a thing. I, I know it's a thing. This is the first one I've like been invested in and where I'm like, okay, I got to get, this is a little, like, I hope nobody is watching me like walking in, you know? It's- <laughs> yes. All right. So we'll get onto this one. Cause I, I don't think we have done a really fan servicey anime yet to this day. We've had a- anime that, oh no, we did, um, Gurren Lagen. Gurren Lagen. I have watched that main, show as well, I guess. A the main bit, chicken that, yeah, her boobs and the positions they like position her is very fan servicey, but nothing to the extent that you get in this anime. Yes. yes. So we'll, we'll start to get a bit more in. We'll head over into spoilers territory now. So heads up if if you if you haven't watched the first episode, we're going to start stepping into spoilers stuff. So the the show literally starts with nearly a fan servicey kind of thing where like he Soma's hanging out with like trying to outdo his dad of doing like the worst dish mm-hmm. that they could possibly Which I think is a really with. fun thing for a character yes. to have. 
and it comes up a lot more. Like it's one of his tropes that gets seen more and more mm-hmm. later down the track. And he actually builds on that to make some good dishes. That, I, I was expecting that was that would happen eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when she tests the, the, what is it? Is it, is that the peanut butter covered? Uh, squid. Tentacles in that yes. one? Yes. Squid? Yes. And yeah. that was All the first right, one. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. What am I watching? <laughs> yeah. So this, yeah, it does like the. Uh, okay, am I watching hentai right now? That's what I felt. What, what, what would I call it? The like classic, the classic hentai like tentacle porn yes. nearly it like it it's nearly like making fun of it mm-hmm. well like, and also straight up. one thing before we get into it i like because i don't want to forget to say it i like how they don't do it just to the women like it happens to men yes. as well that's what i was about to get into next yeah it, it it's a equality fan service like in the final like they objectify everyone equally dish yeah <laughs> in the final dish of that first episode like not the chick gets it first for a while. Like she has her food orgasm, but then her bodyguards test it. And next minute they're naked with their, their junk getting sprayed and stuff like that. But like they do it in like a, like a classy way, the fan service. Like it's, it's more to show like that, like euphoria, like that food. Yeah. I do feel like they always tie back to the food. Yeah. Like it's not like, Oh, I've got, well, there is a character later on the, the meat. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, okay. She is a, she is a food servicey character. You'll get if you're on the first episode, you haven't got to her yet. But you'll you'll know her when you see her. Yeah. Like instantaneously. Yeah. But so Yeah, the food like it's more to show them like just that like explosion, like your free spirit is like enjoying this food. And we've all been there, man, right? Like it's something relatable. God. That dish, that dish that he does in that first episode, like the the garlic and onion mashed potatoes yeah. covered in bacon and then soaked in like like what was it like? Uh, it was honey. No, no, red, no. Wine red wine and red wine and yeah, uh, rice wine as well. Mm-hmm. And God, yeah, God, man, I it looked real <sighs> good. I was like, I needed to try that out sometime. Yeah, there are, there actually is a website that has all the like recipes from the show. Really. Like, and, and like, like a proper recipe, like cooking numbers and all that kind of stuff for it. So mm. I, I want to make, I wish I was a, like, I wish I could cook cause I, I would make so many of them. There's a dish later on that he like cooks for his dad and it's like a breakfast meal mm-hmm. and it's nearly like, oh, what's the rice porridge? I can't remember what it's called. Oatmeal? But it's like a rice porridge oh. and it's got, they, he, he cooks it with apple juice mm-hmm. And then after it finishes, he like roasts like apple slices and puts that in like the rice porridge Dang. and stuff. Like that. And it's just like. That sounds bonkers. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I would eat that for breakfast. Cause it's like, it's supposed to help cure like one of the characters like hangover, like which who can make the best dish to help his hangover. Yeah. And it was just like, Oh God. But so, so heads up if this is your first like fan service. Like, it really is full on. Oh yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like there is. There is nudity to the point where you can apart. Like everything can be seen apart from like the genitalia and maybe the nipples. Yes. Yeah. Like this, yeah. I probably wouldn't watch this show in public because, no, or I'd be like, no. I'd be angling my phone away from people because <laughs> it's. It could be very much confused. Like at a glance, like with like hentai. Yeah. But did you kind of get used to it after a couple? Yeah, of you kind of get used to it. Like it was, it's very, it was almost off-putting at first, just because I it caught me off guard. Um, yeah. And then it's kind of like they kind of do it in a humorous way. They do it 
in a way that you realize. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's not. It's not meant for fan service, as in what usual fan service is, where it's like, here's some fucking titties. Yeah. Like that's that's straight up what most of fan service is. Like it nearly is to like a one side to show like that food orgasm, but also like for the comical humor of it. Like yeah, it's just it's so what exaggerated. What the fuck is going on yeah. right now? They're getting covered in juices and yeah, it's very. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. There's lots of like little innuendos, both visually and like especially verbally. Yes. Um, like yeah. it's funny. Like there's moments in the show where like somebody it's like, are they about to have sex? And then like let's let's eat. And it's like, oh okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I, I think that it was off putting at first. I've kind of gotten used to it now, like seven episodes in, and I think it does yeah. serve like what they're trying to go for. And like I said, it, it stopped being as off. Because like, could you could you think of any other way to like purvey them? Like having that like food like mm, like them just going mm. yeah like, that would get old that after old? a while right yeah like, you kind of need yeah. and they they don't do it just with like the the fan servicey stuff as you call it they also do it with like somebody takes a bite of food and now they're in the ocean and there's like fish around and like there's it's just imagery out the wazoo and uh, yeah because like I I don't know if you've seen it there's like an episode where they've got to like try and make a dish that like represents spring, spring. yes exactly yes. All right, yeah, so that that's a good one because, like, it shows them. They're, like, walking in, like, a spring forest and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, it shows, like, when you watch cooking shows like Top Chef and all that and they're like, oh, this this is supposed to have the sense of winter and stuff like that. And you're always just like, what? what? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. And then so this, it literally shows you Whatever that visually, is. like, how, the, how they, like, it's affecting their body and their tastes and, oh man, they just do it so well. Yeah. Like I love this show so much. Like for anyone out there that wants like a naruto Dragon Ball Z version of this show, uh, watch, what's it called? Toriko. Toriko? Where, yeah, it's, well, I'll probably never review it because like it, it, it got cancelled and stuff like that. Mm. But it's based around like a world where everyone's in this like food re- like revolution mm-hmm. Like, the world becomes, like, a food revolution. And so, like, they have these people, like, the animals but that the food grows on are very dangerous. So they have these people, like, Dragon Ball Z-like characters that are called gourmet hunters, and they send them out into the world to, like, hunt the food and stuff. (laughs) And they always have a chef with them, and it's a great show. And, like, they, they make up, like, fake food. Like, there's... There's like a pig that has little tiny like strawberries on it and it does like pork strawberries and you can like pick them off the the, the animal. And, oh my <laughs> God. Like some of them I'm like, I wish they existed. Yeah. There's like an island that's like breakfast island. Ooh, that like, awesome. has, has like bacon hills and oh God. All right. We'll get, anyway, I'm getting too far tra- off track, <laughs> but check out Toriko if you want like a, a fighty version of this show. Awesome. Um, yeah. So first episode. Any any spoilery things you wanted to talk about in first episode? We got past the fan servicey and the nakedness, so let's get into the actual like plot of this first episode. Sure. Um, so the plot for spoil, spoilers, like the plot almost seems like in the beginning. So the 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 first episode is kind of like setting up who this kid is. A lot of it is in the restaurant, and then there's this little arc where there's like a hotel lady who wants to buy the restaurant out. Um, yeah, it wants to buy the land. Yeah, and turn it into a hotel or whatever. Like um, and she's like got a bunch of gourmet chefs, chefs who work for her. Uh, and like this is a little dinky diner, and she does not like that. And she wants the land, like you said. Um, and I feel like 
at first, so there's like lots of little things. So the the dad, I feel like, is still the most interesting character to me because uh, I, I wish we could talk more spoilers past the first episode, but it just seems like there's obviously more to him than meets the eye. Um, oh yes, I you still there, there's like even more to that story that than meets the eye. The further you go, like even by second season, they've given you even more teasers and stuff like that about the dad, and you're just like, ah, yeah. Like you find out like what he's done. But then there's also other, like, ties into other characters in the show that you're just like, what? Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. It gets as deep as other a normal anime would get, like, with characters and plots and twists and stuff like that. And you're just like, what? No. <laughs> I, I thought this was just going to be, like, people cooking. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I half expected. So there's a scene, like, essentially, like, the first night that this bad lady shows up. Soma is like, leave now. Uh, we won't close up ever unless, you know, we we can't serve a customer. And so you kind of can see what's happening next. Like it's kind of predictable, but he shows up the next day, the kitchen is ransacked and the lady shows up. His dad's mysteriously gone. I kind of was thinking in my head, there's no confirmation of this. Like this is just, uh, intuition and just like guessing. But I was like, I wonder if like the dad knows this lady and is like, needs the money, you know, and is like pushing her to take this restaurant behind the kid's back because he doesn't want to break his kid's heart who loves the diner, but also like maybe needs the money. Um, so that was kind of my thought initially, but anyways, the, the lady shows up, um, and she's like, Hey, we want food. You said that you, the day you couldn't serve a customer, you would, you would close shop. And he was like, and that's not, that's where like the first food challenge happens. Yeah. Cause she, she, she like ruined every, all, all the, meat, the meats yeah. and she and wants a meat dish, all the meats and, yeah, she wants a meat dish, but she d- sent her goons in the night before to, like, spoil all the meat and stuff like that and throw it all around the place. Yeah, I think it was a pretty weak plot point, but I was like, whatever, it's anime. Like, who's going to, like, yeah. give up a diner because they couldn't, you know, like, it, it was just like, I guess it served a purpose plot wise. It, it was more like show. it more like shows his pride in that diner and stuff yeah. like that. It's like it's a trope that stays with him, like, through the series because, like, when he gets to the culinary school, like the culinary school is that prestigious that like billionaires send their sons there yeah. to, to, to try and make them chefs and stuff like that. So most people at the school are like sons of world, world, world renowned chefs or, or millionaires and billionaires with money, with money to spend on this mm-hmm. school. And he's from this dinky diner. That's like a local shop. And yeah. So it, it, that's, also kind of helps build his character for what he is through the series. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, it does kind of set up some of the ridiculousness of just the entire anime in general. Like this yeah. like little plot point where, you know, it's like the, the fate of the diner is on this one meal, you know. Um, but yeah, so he like he does his challenge and this is where we we see the the tentacles and all sorts of stuff. Um, and it's really where the, the imagery is kind of introduced, I feel like, like that intense imagery of the food and the description. And right off the bat, I noticed like when, when he brings out his dish, it's like this, like you said earlier, it's like this potato roast covered in bacon and red wine and stuff like that. And they kind of have like these little, so it's actually a thing that you can do in after effects and something that I, I recently learned to do, but it's almost like this, it pinpoints this location on the image or the video and it expands out almost like super like secret agent style. Like it looks like high tech computer stuff, but they're doing this with like ingredients and they're like pinpointing ingredients. Uh, and that's like, oh, this is this like that that really like stuck out to me just because it's like, oh, it's going to be this detailed. I hope it maintains this. And it does. 
It does, uh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that's the first episode hooked me in that way, uh, just even like aesthetically. Um, but yeah, and he he beats he like beats the challenge. The diner is seemingly saved, and then everything's uprooted because his dad is like, "I'm leaving." And you're going to school. <laughs> it was such a, like, even for anime, I was still just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like. What a jerk You're dad, expecting this, like, maybe in, like, three it, episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they really, like, kick you into gear straight away. Like, here's the school. He's going to school. Yep. All in that first episode. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, so uh, let me, anything I've, I don't think I have anything more to add on that, really. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty much. I'll talk about some other things. Like, I'll build on a bit what you said. Like, with the science behind like cooking, there's a character later on that does like gas- gastrology. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of like making foods that don't look like other mm-hmm. foods. And man, th- they go into intense detail. So, like, whoever writes this show does some amazing research or is a chef themselves. Like, I couldn't see it otherwise. So, like, if you're going into this thinking it's going to be a half-assed job, like, no. No, like all the ingredients sound like I'm pretty sure there's some anime to some of it. Like there has to be just to, but even there's just simple episodes where he does like a parfait or something like that. And the way he does it and it's just like, Oh my God, it's, it is a really good anime. And if you want something like similar to your shonens and stuff like that, but you want something different as Mm -hmm. well, like you want something that still feels familiar, like this, the style of like battle rival tournament arc battle rival and stuff like that. But you, you don't want people literally punching and f- kicking each other. This is definitely the anime. Yeah. Like, I would agree. Like, yeah. All right. So comes to the big point. What's your rating? What, what would you rate this first episode? Like characters? Actually, that's another thing I haven't, do you enjoy any of the sound? And any of sounds, like background sounds, even like oh, the sound of cooking, actually, and stuff like okay. that, catch you. Yeah. So I hate J-pop usually, uh, but the outro yeah. song to this show, like I look forward to listening to because it's like it's so good. I'm like, am, am I enjoying J-pop? Uh, and yeah. and the and I am. Uh, and the outro song to the show, like go, I don't know what it's called uh, or who who sings it, but go listen. Um, but yeah, I guess like I nothing stood out to me really as far as sound design. Um, no, that's why I like Ian. Ian, Ian, the, this, the major thing he always brings to the table. He's like, oh, in this one scene, the background music, and I'm like, didn't even, didn't yeah. even, like that went straight over my head. So. Oh, actually, okay, they do oh. use like some classic songs, um, some classic, like almost like um, not Beethoven. Uh, I, I suck at classical music. Um, they do actually. I forget that they do a lot of like classical, like opera kind of style. And there's like I think it's like licensed music at some point. Um, like there's a, there's a track I've heard several in other movies and stuff. Uh, I can't remember, but if you watch the show, it's usually during like the high intense, like usually battles. There is like actually, you know what this? That's what that reminds me. This show got me onto Chef's Table. Have you ever watched that on Netflix? No. God. You watch Chef's okay. Tale. It's some of the best, like, classical music mixed with... It's... it's. Sorry, we're going off topic just again. <laughs> Without Ian here to keep us on track, that's your fault, Ian. You did this. Um, chef's Tale, like, they... Gra- each episode is about, like, a world-renowned mm-hmm. chef, and they just follow, like... 
it's nearly like a bio. Each episode is like a biography on a mm-hmm. chef and their cooking style and how they've affected like culinary in general and stuff like yeah. that. And man, and usually follows like their progress of their restaurants. Most, most, most of the, the episodes are about like three star, three star Michelin guys. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking chef of Michelin. Table. Yeah. Chef's table. And then there's chef's table France, which just focuses on French chefs. Um, there's an Australian chef in the second season or third season as a restaurant in Melbourne. It's amazing really? apparently. So yeah. Um, yeah. Michelin, that, that's another thing they bring in later on into this. Like once a whole bunch of like ex graduates from the school come into the series to help is like temporary, like teachers and all that. They start talking about Michelin stars. That's where I learned about what the hell a Michelin oh, yeah. star is, which is like, very it's like ratings for, for anyone that doesn't know about that. It's like, it's a, like a guide of a set of people that come and rate restaurants and then they put out a, a Michelin's guide each mm-hmm. year and for each star you have up to three stars is like how good your restaurant yeah, is. Yeah, three is the max, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy that comes in who's like the first Japanese chef to get a Michelin star in France and stuff Dang. like that. So it, get, it gets really deep into like the world of chefs and stuff like that as well as being just a fun, jovial Anime. Awesome. All right, so we'll wrap it up there. What? W- so, what rating would you give this first episode? First episode alone, tentacles and all. Okay, first episode, man. Hmm. Because I feel like the show gets better um, than past the first episode. Um, but I'm gonna give it an A. Like I guess it, it hooked me. Um, and yeah. like I would give the what I've seen of the show so far. Uh, is definitely an A, um, perhaps an A+. Plus. Um, I don't want to be the guy who comes in and gives everything a 10 out of 10. Uh, but I, I really... That's pretty much me and Ian every yeah, episode. Yeah, I really, really... Days. Well, you're talking about the shows <laughs> that you guys love, too. Uh, so it yeah. makes sense. Um, I really, really enjoy this anime. Um, and, like, I feel... I'm, I'm, what, would, yeah, what would you say to a person that, like yourself or even, like, lesser than yourself, like, doesn't really watch anime? Like, what's the one pitch? You would tell them why why this like hooked mm-hmm. you um, in like a sentence. If you like if you like if cuisine, possible. culinary arts, if you have any history in that, as well as if you just want like a fun shonen tournament, like rivalry based show, I think this is the one. Like it, like you said earlier, it it is a twist on the subgenre that is like really interesting to me. Um, and I'm sure there's several. I know there's sports animes out there that I'm shonen sports animes. This is yeah. I feel like. That because I'm so invested in, in cooking, uh, at least I used to be, uh, it kind of makes the show even more, even even better for me to watch. And it's just, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm learning something as I'm watching it, which is not the case usually with shonen. Um, and I feel like I'm becoming smarter by watching it, like as far as like cuisine goes. Um, and it's just like it's creative, it's fun. I would say go into it with an open mind. Like if you're not used to the um, fan servicey stuff. Um, this is a good anime to kind of wean yourself into it, though, because it, it there's it's an innocence not to it. Light, yeah, it, it yeah. They make a joke. It's like it's not meant to be the dirty. Don't get me wrong. Though, there are some scenes you're like this is wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially like the first time God Tongue tastes his yes. meal. I was a bit like, uh, yeah, this is a bit full on. So, um, but yeah. So I, I yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an A. I would say. 
I feel like the show doesn't open up until like two or three episodes in, like to me. Um, so this is a show yeah. that if you if you weren't if you watched the first episode and like yeah it's good honestly how it hooks you like I would watch like two or three to see if it does hook you because that's kind of like the first one like I'm giving an A because it did it was like okay this sets up something really interesting which got me to watch the second yeah, and, the that, third, fir- the and fourth, that first fifth. dish is like amazing yeah I like binged like seven f- of them yesterday which is when I first started it yeah. so I would say definitely give it a few episodes but I really Beautiful. really love it. All right, yeah, I'd definitely give this, especially the first episode, A+. Like, it sets up the character very strong, sets the story. It's like you you have a 100% idea of what's going to be happening in the story. It's not like like when we did um, Stein's Gate where it's just like, I, ha- I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, th- this, this gives you exactly what's going on and still gives you the like hints, like, especially like when you talked about the dad where like it gives you those little breadcrumbs of like, Oh, there might be a deeper yeah. plot. Just, you just, you yeah. just wait, you just wait. There's a deeper plot, but like, here's the main story. Soma's going to culinary school. 10% of people only graduate. It's going to be super hard. And yeah. So I'll definitely give this first episode a plus. It gives you, it gives you the food, gives you Soma. It gives you fan, like it introduces you to what you're going to be dealing with with fan service, like how everyone's going to react to food, uh-huh. and just sets it up real good. And then, as you said, the further episodes eat, like build off that. Like you've laid the slab for your house. The next couple of episodes build the beautiful house mm-hmm. on top of it. So I'm definitely giving it a plus. This first episode, Food Wars, it's good. Yes. All right. Well, Mr. Alexan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Any 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 beautiful things coming out from you on the horizon? Anything you can I think when does this come out? Saturday you put this out? This will be on? Friday. Yeah, Saturday for you. Um No, I'll be at Pack. If you're at Pack, if you're going to Pax, say hey to me. Let's hang out. I think there's only a few people that I know of, like more than a few, but not not the size of a kind of funny live or something like that. Um so definitely a smaller yeah. crowd, but let's hang out, let's chill. If you're at PAX, um, go to youtube.com slash okbeast. If this comes out on Friday, the same day, a video essay will come out on the channel. Uh, I don't want to spoil what it is yet. It might be about Pyre. It might be from Ian. We'll see. Um, We're kind of like, so these video essays things that we're doing, uh, I'll be really quick because this audience, I feel like might not, I'm not sure if they're invested in that part of of the website or not, but we do video essays every Friday, and they're just like an in-depth look at a subject that we choose. So we usually their game. There's one coming up on a rapper. Like we try to be have different subjects with it. Um, and so it's essentially we pick like I did. I picked Pup Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is a video game that you may or may not be aware of. And I I kind of broke down like what makes that game work. I did one a couple weeks ago on uh, Lawbreakers, which is a, is a new game, and how like the history of its creator ties in to like the the locomotive gameplay elements that it, that it uses. So we kind of t- we usually pick a topic and then try to find something interesting about that topic that maybe hasn't been said or maybe has but maybe not with our angle or perspective and we do like a 5 to 10 minute video on it. So if that sounds interesting to you, go check it out youtubecom beast and find me on the Pixel Pulse Radio podcast. Beautiful. You can always catch me at NatoJ18 on Twitter, on Instagram, on on the Steams, on the everything. So apart from goddamn PlayStation, <laughs> let us change our name. Um, 
You can always just check me out on Four Yanks, One Aussie, the Cross Continental Comedy Podcast. I can't wait. I'm, I've and got episode 50 scheduled for my uh, plane. I'm saving it. God. I'm excited. Th- which question was yours? I can't even remember uh, which one was yours. You said- was it cosplay, maybe? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Cool. Because you need to tell me if I was racist. Okay. Because <laughs> I because I picked black because I picked oh, blessing gosh. and then I was like, I'm not doing blackface or anything oh like gosh. that. And then they were like, so you so you whitewashing blessing and I was just like, there's nothing I could say to get a good yeah. answer. But you're cosplaying as the personality of blessing. Well, yeah, bl- that's what I said. I'll just like dress fresh. I'll do some dance yeah, moves. I don't think there's anything wrong with I'll that. I'll talk about Sonic. As long as you're not How like, I'm not gonna, an amazing cosplay. I want to be black, like blessing, like uh, that's the main. Well, like as I said on the show, like in my defense, he he drafted me during their like racial Olympics yes. to the team of African Americans. So I was just like, I'm so, part of the team. Okay. <laughs> A little inside baseball. One of our goals with OK Beast, and we've we've talked about it before, is, um, and this is probably a little too deep for an anime show, but. We try to like bring up race, like issues of racism, in a way that people will listen, uh, in a way that people will like. Usually, we're joking about stuff, but there are like moments where like we get real. And granted, I'm like the whitest guy ever, so most of the time I'm the heel in the jokes, which is which is fine by me. But we do try to. There is a there's an intent to kind of like bring awareness to things uh and so and you can't like get super like down and depressed every show so sometimes it comes out and most of the time it comes out as jokes but that is a thing with the website that we, we want to point out and kind of highlight that this is something that happens and this is something that's very frequent and something that should change and so if you're if you're somebody who like gets turned off by those jokes just know that it does come from a good place and there's meaning behind it but a little inside baseball for y'all anyways yeah, you but you bunch of beautiful boys. <laughs> I love you. All right, so next week, so like, look to the viewers. I have a little bit of a thing for you. So hopefully, hopefully, we're going to be doing Sword Art Online. I'm trying to. I'm probably going to get a guest in for that as well because Ian's probably going to be a bit busy. But if I do get Ian, we're going to be doing Killer Kill. I'll I'll let you guys know before the episode comes out which one we're watching, but I'm, I'm aiming for sort out on. Right. Can I ask and a question we'll ha- real quick? Hopefully have that yep. for my next anime, because this food wars kind of got me curious. Should I do sword art online yeah. or my hero academia? My hero okay. academia. Cause I've heard of both like quite a bit. I love, I love sword online. Sword online's one of my faves. You'll hear it when we talk about it Sounds in next, good. hopefully next episode, but it's a very contested okay. anime. So like people either, I love it or absolutely hate it. So that's why it's a risky one to tell. Like, unless I build more of a profile for you, Mm -hmm. it's just easy to say My Hero Academia because that is just amazing all around. Like, if anyone says that's bad, don't listen to them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They're they're obviously taking crazy pills. So so hopefully Sword Online will up next, which is somebody gets sucked into an MMO and... Stuff happens that there. That sounds fun. Or Kill a Kill, which is like the ultimate fan servicey anime ever, but has such an amazing plot and an amazing story. So I really, I really want to talk about it because it is an anime that is a hundred percent set up in fan service. So I'm trying to wean the audience, you audience, into more and more into fan service because you look. It's not a thing I want you 
to have, but sometimes it gets in the way of watching yeah. good anime. So the more you, the more you get used to it, the more when it comes to a good anime, you don't want to stop watching just because of fan service. Well, until next time, I've been Nato. This has been our beautiful guest, Alex. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. And as always, love each other and watch some anime. Goodbye. Anime. Anime for life. Animal.